Upwork has the world's largest network of independent professionals. So if you need a go-to designer, a video editor, or a social media specialist for six days or six months, Upwork is how. And it's basically like they're right here in your office. Except they're not here here, so they can't hear Greg's remarkably loud typing. Hey, buddy! I take it back. You can hear that from anywhere. And Upwork professionals are proven, rated, and reviewed. When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how. You're listening to Lucy Kellaway's podcast from the Financial Times. When I was about ten, my favourite bit from the film Mary Poppins was when Mary reaches into her empty carpet bag and whips out a pair of lilac high-heeled shoes. This made a lot of sense to me then, as did the way Mary, the children and the chimney sweep disappeared into the chalk pictures on the pavement. The only bit about the film I didn't like was the run on the bank, which struck me as silly. Last week, to understand the current crisis better, I watched it again. Now I see that not only are the bank scenes realistic, the entire film should be required viewing for all bankers. It manages to be soothing, perscopacious and upbeat all at once. For those who have never seen this most magical of musicals, George Banks is the father of Jane and Michael, employer of Mary Poppins, and works for the Fidelity Fiduciary Bank. The year is 1910, and the City of London is much as it is now. Tailcoats and bowlers may have been replaced by chinos and majestic marble halls by glass atriums, but the air of alienating, unsustainable wealth was much the same. The system was as finely balanced then as now. Towards the beginning, Mr Banks bursts into song. A British bank is run with precision. A British home demands nothing less. Tradition, discipline and rules must be the tools. Without them, disorder, chaos, moral disintegration. In short, we have a ghastly mess. Gordon Brown made many of the same points at his press conference last week in announcing his 400 billion package to sort out the ghastly mess, only his language of regulation, supervision and transparency was rather less catchy. The run on the Fidelity fiduciary begins with an early precursor to the dismal take-your-sons-and-daughters-to-work day. Mr Banks invites his children to the bank and the directors round on young Michael and try to get him to part with his tuppence. They work on his greed, promising to turn pennies into pounds, and on his youthful ignorance. Think of the foreclosures, bonds, chattels, dividends, shares, bankruptcies, debtor sales, they sing, bafflingly and somewhat menacingly. It's a classic case of mis-selling, and then when the boy shouts, Give me back my money! The customers start to panic, and before you know it, there's a riot outside the bank doors. Still more pertinent to today is the scene when Mr Banks gets fired. He's called into the boardroom and roundly humiliated. His umbrella is turned inside out and someone punches a hole through his bowler hat. Nothing has changed here. The modern version is the abrupt confiscation of the Porsche keys and a black plastic bin liner left on the desk. In an early version of the modern exit interview, Mr Banks is asked if he has anything to say. He thinks for a bit, crestfallen, and then he says, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. This is an excellent reply. Indeed, I thoroughly recommend it to any modern banker meeting the same fate. Mr Banks was saying that normal words don't fit this situation. 
He was also saying, I can make light of this. Indeed, he makes so light of it that instead of throwing himself in the river, as his family expects, he comes skipping home and for the first time takes the wife and kids out to fly a kite in the park. Mr Banks has gained this inner strength by listening to his self-appointed executive coach, the chimney sweep. A troubled Mr Banks wails that all his work has come to nothing and the sweep sings, You've got to grind, grind, grind at that grindstone though childhood slips like sand through a sieve. All too soon they've up and grown. It's too late for you to give. Even more up-to-date than this plea for work-life balance is the film's moral stance on banking. Overall, the system is seen as wicked, complacent and arrogant, mindless of the poor woman feeding the birds outside. The senior bankers are greedy and cunning. The more junior ones, like Mr Banks, a dim rule followers, all of which rings a bell, as does the way Mr Banks feels no remorse over the depositors who fail to get their hands on their money. Yet while in 2008 every banker is loathed as a public enemy, in Mary Poppins the final judgment is more humane. As Mr Banks takes the kite in his hand, he's allowed to be a decent family man. There are one or two other details in the film that don't quite resonate with a modern audience, the fact that the banker gets home at 6.02pm every day seems almost as odd as the way Mary Poppins slides up banisters. Apart from that, the parallels with the present day abound. Poppins believes both in empowerment and in the idea that work should be sweetened by a spoonful of sugar. In every job that must be done, there is an element of fun, she sings, snapping her fingers, and the eiderdown is folded on the bed a trick you shouldn't try at home, or you may be disappointed. Mrs Banks, a part-time suffragette, trots around the hall at home singing, Though we adore men individually, we have to agree that as a group they're rather stupid, a view not alien to many successful women today. Even the army of tap-dancing chimney sweeps has a contemporary feel to it. On the radio the other day, there was a story about how, due to high gas bills and straightened circumstances, people are starting to burn wood and coal in their grates, and that chimney sweeps are back in business. As far as I know, no one is disappearing through the pavement as yet, but it can only be a matter of time. Thank you for listening. To read Lucy Kellaway's columns online, please visit www.ft.com forward slash Kellaway. Brought to you by Capital One, where you can open a savings account in about five minutes and earn five times the national average. Just imagine, five times more savings toward that overdue home edition, maybe even an addition on that edition. This is Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? Capital One and a member FDIC.